Well, hey there, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. I'm meteorologist Dave Turley, joined as always by meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you doing today? Doing well. You know, it's been a, a nice start to the week. We've had some thunderstorms. Still a reminder that it is summertime. Those feels like temperatures mid to upper 90s, but teasing ahead some nicer weather for us. Yeah, and uh, that's the big thing that we're going to be talking about. We're going to start by uh, the, the tropics. And yeah. the, the, the big story on everybody's mind, of course, was Hurricane Lee. Thankfully oh. for us, it still looks like not really having a, a much of a direct impact on our area. Let's start by giving you the latest of where Lee is right now. And then you can see scrolling on the bottom of your screen, we're recording this uh, as of the 11 a.m. advisory here on Tuesday, September uh, 12th. So here is the latest on Lee, which is uh, still a Category 3 hurricane as of right now, north of Puerto Rico, north of the Dominican Republic, uh, with uh, 115 mile per hour winds. Yeah, you know, we've been talking about this remaining offshore from the coast of Georgia and South Carolina, but that doesn't mean we're completely without impact. Now, it's minimal, but this will impact boaters if you're planning on doing any fishing over the next few days or people that are swimming. So here's the thing. Today on Tuesday begins the high risk of rip currents. We got to watch out for that because the weather is nice. Right. Uh, beautiful beach weather. And the water temperature is finally starting to come down a little bit. People want to get out there maybe after work. Uh, even on our sky cams, Dave, still seeing people get in the water next few days, especially as we go toward the back half of the week, a little bit more dangerous. Yeah. And you can see those uh, waves getting up there. The uh, official track of Lee is going to take it well out to the east of us. And it's going to continue to weaken a bit as it passes Bermuda, thankfully, just to the west. It's in between Bermuda and North Carolina heading on through the end of the week. And where it goes after that is looking a little bit more ominous for maybe Maine, uh, Nova Scotia coming up here uh, mm -hmm. into the end of the weekend, but as a weakening system. Yeah, the interesting thing about the this system in particular, and a lot of weakening systems, what happens is the core of that strong wind will kind of expand and weaken. So it becomes a larger storm. When you say bigger, that kind of tricks people into thinking a bigger impact, but a larger wind field of tropical storm force wind. So probably going to have that maybe going up into upper New England, as you said, Dave Maine, but probably a higher impact, at least as of this projection toward Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Yeah, where you'd have uh, the eye wall come on in there. What's left of it? It's not going to be a major hurricane, but if you're going to pick a big impact for land, that's probably it. And I think they actually have some uh, tropical storm watches out there for Bermuda now, too. Yeah, I would think so. It's a storm's going to be getting closer to that area, probably some higher surf anywhere on that storm, especially on the east side, which would include Bermuda. Yeah. So again, uh, we dodged the bullet, thankfully, with Lee, and there is still more activity into the tropics. Behind Lee, we have uh, now Hurricane Margot which is a category one with uh, 85 mile per hour winds. Yeah, we've had fun uh, bringing in the Margot reference of the past. Dave yes. and I both like Christmas vacation. So since, you know, this storm is not affecting anybody, we can, can have some fun with it. But thankfully, this is going to drift off to the north, kind of do a weird little snaking pattern. And Dave was talking to, with, with me beforehand. It, it was doing a little weird thing yesterday. A little but, loop it was trying to yeah. do at the end, at the end of its uh, forecast uh, track there. But they've uh, changed it a little bit and it's now going a little bit further north, continuing its northerly track right. as it weakens. And as you get a, a 
further away from that main development region, you then see weaker systems typically because you got colder weather, colder water, just right. a lot of more of those unfavorable uh, characteristics for these systems. But the tropics still remain very active. We have uh, another area we're going to be watching behind those two current hurricanes in the Atlantic. And that is an area of low pressure. Now, it's kind of a combination of two little areas of invest. Invest 97L kind of combining with invest now 98L. And we're going to get some type of system out there. But as of right now, the track is looking good for us. You know, it's oddly similar to Lee's. But it makes sense if things haven't really changed too much with the high placement, the strength of it, it could go, you know, a similar path, a mostly fish storm, as we call it, when it doesn't uh, directly impact land. Of course, Bermuda could change that. But uh, for the most part, this doesn't look like a direct impact to the uh, southeastern United States either. Yeah, and uh, we are now a little bit past the statistical peak of the Hurricane Center by today, officially two days. Uh, but it's still very active at the time of the year, and the Atlantic is still having some very warm ocean water temperatures. Conditions are still ripe, uh, so things can happen quickly. So even though we're looking good, it's still good to continue to get those updates, get the uh, latest information at least every day or so to see what's going on out there because things can happen quickly this time of the year. Right. And, you know, Dave and I do this podcast. We enjoy it. It's fun, but it really is to keep you guys safe in the grand scheme of things. So getting those updates, you know, weekly from us on the podcast or biweekly, however many we need to do or social media, however you get that. That's what's important now, because I think part of us is like, oh, we hear that colder weather's coming. We hear that, uh, you know, the new pumpkin drinks are coming out oh, kind of yeah. switch into that fall mindset but as you said we're only two days removed from peak hurricane season there's still a ways to go here as we know what happened in october of 2016 uh big old storm came up the coast so we're not done yet you know matthew happened matthew. you know i guess you would say three four weeks within where we're at now right. so you know the window is still open for things to happen and uh last point here dave uh as we talk about that transition to cooler weather, well, you get colder weather with cold fronts, cold fronts stall out, lows form on stalled fronts. Mm -hmm. You could have the quicker boom, nothing was there to a tropical storm category one hurricane form in the Gulf right along the coast um, in the Atlantic a little bit quicker this time of year. Well, we had that tropical storm form for us oh, <laughs> not man. too long ago. Is it last any, year or the year before? Anytime that gets brought up, I just uh, literally slept through it. I yeah, went to bed on I went a, to bed is like, and wake up. Yeah. What? A storm became alive and died in that time frame. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So thankfully, you know, it, it's quieter for us right now, but we're still going to track it. You started to mention fall. That is the next thing that uh, people are going to be uh, really looking forward to. And things are going to start to change. And it's all going to start with this cold front coming in late Wednesday, probably more mm -hmm. overnight into Thursday morning. But that's going to bring the big changes, which many people are going to be looking for. Yeah, maybe bumping the timing back a little bit from whenever we talked yesterday or Sunday or whenever you got your latest forecast. So that means we'll be able to get closer to 90 again on Wednesday. So the front's coming later and then that will usher in the cooler air then back behind that. And it usually takes a full day for you to start feeling those impacts from a cold front. So it goes through, 
but you have to have air filter in behind right. it. So it's not like a boom, a change. Just like when you turn your AC on, you don't get cold immediately. Give it a little time. It's got to filter on through. So to our point, look at the end of the week. Looks nice. Oh man, looks real nice. High pressure is going to be building in. We're talking about sunshine, lower uh, humidity, uh, cooler temperatures. Look at those lows. Now these are going to be for coastal lows. We're looking at 63 Saturday morning, 65 on Sunday. But check out some of those forecast temperatures for some inland areas there on mm. Saturday morning. And yeah, we're still looking at the potential for some 50s inland. I really think that the first true fall cold front of the year, which this technically isn't because it's still falling in summer, right. but will just put people in a good mood. I, I know so many people have been like, ah, oh, looking forward to that, uh, either on Facebook, social media, our coworkers, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. It's just something you look forward to after a long, hot summer. Yeah, and um, it's not too terribly cold. I like fall because it's still warm. It mm -hmm. just lowers the humidity. When I, when I ever had my convertible yeah. uh, a few years back, you know, you can't really drive it in the afternoon. It's just too darn hot with the top down. Now, when you still got temperatures which are in the 80s, but lower humidity where you're not sweating as soon as you walk outside, that is, is a perfect time of the year for me. And looks like things are going to be uh, cooling down a little bit here as well. Yeah, staying a little bit more average as we go week to week and a half out. At this point, we'll have average highs in the mid 80s, morning lows consistently in the upper 60s. And it looks like we're on target with that. So that would be, what is that, the 18th to the 22nd mm -hmm. in that range? So. Yeah. So uh, if you've been waiting for some of the cooler air, looks like we might have some more seasonable temperatures coming up as opposed to those above average temperatures. I know on uh, Monday, September 11th, we hit 95 degrees yesterday, yeah. uh, our warmest temperature since I think it was August 26th. So it was hot. It was muggy. It's going to be hot and muggy again today, Tuesday, even in a Wednesday until that front moves through. Then the changes come and we're going to all enjoy a very nice weekend with Football coming up as well. It's always fun when the weather's quiet and you get to watch football all day Saturday. Oh, it's great. A breath of fresh air. Uh, it's one of the best weekends of the year when you get a cool fall morning, open the windows, even if you're up super early, wouldn't wait too long. Uh, and then uh, just enjoy it. I know that uh, both of the teams we go for, 2-0. You know, I was going to say, who is uh, Oklahoma playing? Uh, we are playing at Tulsa. Oh, so awesome. that should, you know, in-state little game, you know, knock on wood, should be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have a division uh, test the following week playing Cincinnati, um, who is welcoming themselves into the Big 12. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Of course, Georgia's taking on Ball State mm. at home in Athens this weekend. And it looks like, um, hopefully, another uh, good win, hopefully, for the dogs coming up here. Yeah, um, you know, they they have a clear path to the playoffs if they want it so i know there are a lot of happy georgia fans around here and i know you'll be doing that this weekend i actually will feel even cooler temperatures because flying up to go to a wedding with sammy in uh kentucky so morning lows are going to be on the fringe of upper 40s wow so probably closer to 50 bring a and jacket you're gonna i'm gonna have to yes. i haven't packed yet i'll probably do that today and this all makes sense we're not just talking about our personal lives this front the system that's coming through is kind of acting in a way as a block for lee to not come over here so it's all connected yeah that's associated with that upper level trough which we're waiting to make its way uh, across the eastern half of the u.s the upper level trough associated with the surface cold front uh and that is he all helping to steer those hurricanes and tropical systems well out to the east of us and very welcomed this time of the year could not happen have <laughs> happened 
here with a better situation because was, we get cooler weather, which we've been wanting. You get some great weather to do yard work, and we don't have to deal with a hurricane. There, there so, you go. Boom. I think it's a win-win. This podcast, I think, was a, a win-win for everybody, getting oh, some yeah. useful information. And uh, I think that's going to do it for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. For meteorologist Andrew Gordon, I'm meteorologist Dave Turley. Have yourself a great week.